The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When the days were completed for their purification, according to the law of Moses, they took Jesus up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, just as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every male that opens the womb shall be consecrated to the Lord and to offer the sacrifice of a pair of turtle doves or two two young pigeons in accordance with the dictate in the law of the Lord. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. The man was righteous and devout, awaiting the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Christ of the Lord. He came in the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to perform the custom of the law in regard to him, he took him into his arms and blessed God, saying, Now, Master, you may let your servant go in peace according to your word, for my eyes have seen your salvation which you have prepared in the sight of all the peoples, a light for the revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. The child's father and mother were amazed at what was said about him, and Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rise of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be, con- that would, that will be contradicted, and you yourself a sword will pierce, so that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. There was also a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years, having lived seven years with her husband after her marriage, and then as a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped night and day with fasting and prayer. And coming forward at that very time, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were awaiting the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had fulfilled all the prescriptions of the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. The Gospel of the Lord. For 12 years, I lived in Venice, just south of Sarasota, where the Ringling Museum is. And there are several portraits, Renaissance portraits, of the Holy Family in that museum. One is my favorite, not because of its historical accuracy, but because of its whimsy. On the flight to Egypt, there is Jesus, Mary, and Joseph sitting on a blanket underneath the shade of some date palm trees. And the angels are shaking the trees so that the date palms fall in their laps. Meanwhile, in the background, other angels are doing the laundry and hanging them up to dry. And there are two angels on the other corner who are arguing over how to get to Egypt. One's pointing to the left, one's pointing to the right. Meanwhile, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph have all this service to them, so they're carefree. They're just enjoying the day, a picnic. Is that very realistic? Of course not. And I don't think that our vision of the Holy Family is very realistic even today. I remember having a 
a day of uh, recollection for men years ago, and I talked about Joseph as being a good model for being a father. And a man came up to me afterward, very respectfully, not, not fresh in any way, but said, Padre, I think you got it all wrong. Because after all, Joseph was a saint. His wife was the Immaculate Conception, and his son was the Son of God. I ain't no saint. My wife's not the Immaculate Conception, and my son is definitely not the Son of God. But think about it. There you are, found pregnant, and you tell your betrothed, it's God's child, I didn't have sex with anybody. Oh yeah, right. How do you deal with that? Then you have to go all the way to Jerusalem, excuse me, Bethlehem, because of some crazy census. Can you imagine Mary, nine months pregnant, riding on a donkey for days? Did she ever think, I'm going back to mom and dad, this is for the birds? What about Joseph? He had to be the midwife for Mary's birth. I can imagine him, if not saying the words out of his mouth, saying the words in his head that Butterfly McQueen said in Gone with the Wind. I don't know nothing about birth and babies, and yet that's the job he had to do. And then we hear that Herod is killing all the children in order to kill Jesus, and they end up having to hightail it out of Bethlehem and become refugee immigrants in a country that does not welcome them. Trouble after trouble. Then when he's 12, Jesus gets lost. Dad thinks he's with mom, mom thinks he's with dad, and suddenly after three days they realize he's not with anybody. How could they have been so remiss in their parenthood? Where the heck was this kid? Problem after problem. Did you ever think that the devil had anything to do with that? We don't talk about the devil very much, and I think priests don't talk about him because, well, you don't want people to imagine some sort of red creature with horns and a pitchfork, because that's a cartoon character. But there is some evil force in the world, and that evil force must have seen as a bright blip on its radar screen the Holy Family. Amazing holiness in the midst of mediocrity. Got to destroy that. Got to throw every curveball imaginable to break up that family. Jesus, when he got older, said, whoever is not with me is against me. Whoever does not gather with me scatters. The word gather in the Greek Bible is symbolon, which means to gather the fragments together. The word for scatter is diabolon, to scatter the fragments. Symbolon, we get the word symbol. Diabolon, we get the word diabolical or devil. The devil is all about dividing and conquering. The devil is all about splitting up families because he's jealous. He, in a sense, got a divorce from God, and he's estranged now, and misery loves company, so he wants to divide our families. I say that because I think you've got to realize that this is not a neutral battleground, so to speak. You can't just float into being a successful family. You've got to swim upstream because there are evil forces that will want to pick your family apart. Another word for the devil is the deceiver. The devil puts ideas in our heads that are not healthy. As Irma Bombeck said, the grass is always greener over the septic tank. 
We think it would be better. Oh, leave him, leave her. This just doesn't work out. I would be so much happier being footloose and fancy free. The kids would be happier too. We think to ourselves, you know, I just can't deal with having to visit mom or dad in the nursing home. It just is so painful to see them so miserable, so sick, so weak, so elderly. They don't care. They don't even recognize me anymore, so I won't go. The devil puts ideas in our minds that are not healthy, that are not helpful. The devil puts ideas in our minds that says the family is not worth fighting for, not worth sacrificing for, not worth maintaining. And mom and dad, well, so what if they are sitting in a wheelchair looking at the doors of the nursing home, hopefully hoping somebody will come in to see them? Well, the nurses will take care of that. They don't know me anymore anyway. Over and over again, we get messages put in our minds that are positively diabolical, that wish to scatter us. God gives us the grace to fight those, but we have to avail ourselves of that grace. The Holy Family did not have an easy life, but the reason why they were holy is that despite all the obstacles, all the challenges, all the roadblocks that the devil put in front of them day after day, they fought those obstacles. They stuck together. They loved one another. They forgave one another. Don't you think that the finding in the temple after three days, Mary tried to blame Joseph and Joseph tried to blame Mary and both of them tried to blame Jesus, especially when this kid said, didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? That sounds like something an adolescent would say, isn't it? Wasn't that difficult? Wasn't that a moment where tempers must have been tempted to fly? And yet, if, even if they did fly, there was forgiveness, there was empathy, there was mutual understanding. There was a, an ability to value being together more than the freedom of independence and being apart. So let's pray for our families and the families around the world that they will resist, that they will resist the seduction of think, thinking that the grass is greener over there. As Dorothy says in The Wizard of Oz, if ever I'm going to find my heart's desire, I'll know in the future to look in my own backyard. God is in your family. The devil wants to say God isn't, but God is. Because as Jesus says, wherever two or more are gathered in my name, there am I in their midst.